Hello, sports lovers. My name is Evan Swan. Here with me, as always, is my co-host and mom and everything else, Samantha Reese. Hi, everyone. Today we are going to be doing the 2005 draft, top players, and two and three other things that we're going to surprise you about. And recent news on our podcast, we have decided until the playoffs we are going to be doing one podcast a week, depending where, when that is, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Whenever that win is, make sure to check it out. Let's get started with the 2005 draft. Now, uh, just to give you a heads up, this draft sucks. <laughs> so, yeah, it did not have its strong players. Yeah, so we might be guessing about who we're... We, we might be picking people we don't even know about at the... At number five, and that number. Pick. I think you got to go first last time, though. No, you got to go. First. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Oh <laughs> um, my gosh, you always fight for that number one position. You know this. I get it probably less than half the time. Uh, that's a good. Uh, uh, go, just go. <laughs> I can't bear this. Go. All right. I, with the first pick, I pick Chris Paul, Wake Forest. Now I know nobody that I'm picking. I don't know a single person besides Chris Paul in this draft. Uh, except Andrew Bogut. He was the number one pick originally. Terrible. Um, I'm going with Marvin Williams next. Marvin Williams. Next, I am going with... Don't know. Well, the only person I do know that is in the first round is General Green. <laughs> I'm going with Monte Ellis. Monte Ellis. No idea who that guy is. Next, I'm going with Salem Stoudemire. Salim. Salim Stoudemire. No idea who he is, but Andre Stoudemire was good. I assume this guy's good. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Darren Williams. Darren Williams, okay. No, I got, no idea who that guy is either. Now I'm going with Azan Iosova. <laughs> You're just picking anyone that looks like they have a good name? Or... <laughs> no, I know the, I know Eva. I, I know him, and I know General Green, I have no idea who that's Steen of Stoudemire. Okay. All right. Uh, Raymond Felton. Raymond Felton. I go C.J. Mills. Lou Williams. Now, who has an easy name to pronounce? So I don't get embarrassed pronouncing someone I don't know. Uh, Raymond Felton. Oh, I just picked him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Deron Williams. I picked him too. Marvin Williams. I picked him too. Oh, come on. Now I know nobody. Are you not listening to anyone that I say? I, I guess not. <laughs> okay, let's, I think that's the end of this draft because I'm thinking we're probably on 10. Yeah, something, bro. Something like that. Yeah, I won't go any further. So now I'm just guessing about who yeah, I picked. Okay. No, no idea who's. Now we're going to do top players. I think we're doing 16 to 20. We are. Out my sixth team is David Robinson. Okay. What's yours? Um, let's see, who did I get? Uh KD. I'm doing Kevin Durant at sixteen. Mine is Dirk Nowinski. Um uh, doing Kevin Garnett at at seventeen. Vince Carter. Uh Dirk Nowitzki. Carl Malone. Jerry West. KG. Charles Barkley. Hmm. Very different. Yes, very different. <laughs> yes, very different. We we have nothing comfort except for the dark and the KG. Yes. Yep. And just to let you know, we're probably gonna go up to uh, forty to fifty fans. So, and by by then, we'll po- we'll probably just be guessing ninety two players. So.
And, and I gotta say, that draft was terrible. I can't get out of my mind how terrible that draft was. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for when LeBron James is finally in a draft. He has to be, he has to be brought out sometime soon. And if he is brought out, believe me, I'm going to fight you to get the first pick. Well, I think we should just go back and forth as is fair. Yeah, well, you got in the last two times. I, I bet we'll have to listen and see who got it yet last time. Most positive you did. Okay. 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 Now we're done with the two things. Let's get on to the three mystery things. First is NBA playoff predictions. I know we both did number one and to number uh, 15 in each confer- conference. Um, so let's each share our 15s in the East, and then we'll go up until we hit one. So my 15 is the Pistons. Me too. Oh, we must think they both suck. Our 14 is Hornets. Cavs. Cavs. My 13 is Knicks. Bulls. My 12 is Wizards. Wizards. My 11 is Bulls. Knicks. My 10 is Cavs. Hornets. My 9 is Magic. Me too. My 8 is Hawks. My 8 is Heat. My 7 is Pacers. Me too. My 6 is Heat. Hawks. As much as I love Trey Young, I just don't see that he can lead this team to anywhere above seven. I mean, uh, yeah, below seven. Where do you think their problem area is? My problem, I think what their problem is they can't guard anybody. That's going to come to a problem once they they get to crunch time. Okay. Um, Number five, Raptors. Yep. Number four, Nets. 76ers. Number three, Celtics. Yep. Number two, 76ers. Bucks. Number one, Bucks. Nets. I think it's crazy that you think a three-player combo who are used to who are used to bringing up the ball and scoring 26 a night can be number one. I only think they can be number one in the East. I, I don't think it's because they're I think it's because they're not in a strong conference that I think they'll they might be successful. I don't think they will be successful against many of the Western Conference teams. And my problem is, how can they defend? They can't. They're very small. I agree. I I think they're very small. I don't know how they're going to defend teams like uh, the 76ers with Embiid or uh, the Lakers with Anthony Davis. Um, I don't know who they're going to put on those people. They're a really small team. But I do think they're not going to have an issue scoring. And they're not going to have an issue, but the other players won't like it when someone else scores yeah. 26 and they score they, 20. They may, there may be arguments, and yeah, I agree. I'm not saying it's I like the team. I'm just saying that in the Eastern Conference, I think they might be successful. Yeah. I also think giving up Jaron Allen was a big no-no. Yeah, I think that the Cavs actually got the best end of that deal. So. And I, I think the Rockets get, did getting rid of James Harden was probably the best move they could do. Yeah. And, you, you know, it was blooming around that Harden was going to get trade. I'm just going to leave this for another one. This <laughs> okay. Is this. Okay. Um, and did you, do, did you write down your Eastern Conference and Finals people? Well, I would assume it's going to – I'm just going to do my top two teams, Nets and Bucks. And, and mine is Sixers Bucks. Okay. That's my top two teams. And then my next is Lakers Clippers. That's also my top ten. Well, we're not going to go two. through the top fifteen in the West. Yeah, let's do that before I do. My mistake: fifteen Wolves, Kings, fourteen Thunder, Wolves, 
No, number 13, Kings. Thunder. Number 12, Pelicans. Grizzlies. Number 11, Rockets. Yep. Number 10, Grizzlies. Spurs. Number 9, Warriors. Pelicans. Number 9, Warriors. Look, do you really think Stephen Curry could lead his team to the playoffs? Yes. Yes, I really do. With Clay Thompson, maybe. With a bad Kelly Oubre. Andrew Wiggins, who can't shoot a single shot. Uh, shall I go on? I, but you don't think they can even get to the number eight spot? Nope. The oh. Western Conference is way too small. And way too strong. And they're small. I mean, come on. Do you think Kelly Oubre could guard LeBron James? No, I don't think there's a chance. But I'm not saying they're going to win the finals. I'm saying they could make the playoffs. They can make... And do you think they can beat the Clippers or the Lakers or the Nuggets? No, that's the... why I'm saying they can make the playoffs. And you're, you're not getting the point. They play those teams all the time. But they also play the bottom teams all the time. And they play the Eastern Conference teams all the time. And I think they are better than the majority of those. Mm, well, I agree to disagree. Okay. Um, uh, eight, I think. Yeah, eight Spurs. Trailblazers. Seven Mavs. Warriors. Are you kidding me? Are you dead play too? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Warriors aren't going to do any. Okay, that's their highest. Well, that's that's why I put them there. Yeah, because you freaking love the Warriors. I love Steph Curry. Yes, I do. I have faith in him. You have faith in him? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, six Jazz. Yes. Five Nuggets. Yes. Four Trailblazers. Suns. Three Suns. Mavs. Mavs number three. Yeah, Mavs number three. Hmm. I, that's pretty high. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't. I, I debated. I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> number two, Clippers. Yep. Number one, LA. Yep. And Lakers and Clippers in the Western Conference Finals for me. Yep, that's the same with me. And my finals is Lakers Sixers. My finals would be Lakers. I would. I'm gonna go with. Nets. Nets. Yeah, I I think they're crunch time. They're all three gonna want the ball, and I don't, and I don't think all three could score in crunch time. Yeah. Because obviously they're gonna ride the hot hand. This, well, one of them is just gonna have to decide to not be selfish and to be more of a role player, and I think KD can actually be that. And yes, but do they want him to be that? I think it's the only way it's gonna work. I think Kyrie could learn that. I think Kyrie would never. He has been, in the past, proven to not really want to be a second fiddle to anyone. What about third fiddle? I, mean, I know, that's what I'm saying. So I, it can't be Kyrie to learn to be um, a role player. And, I mean, I think they want it to be Kyrie. They want. They, I agree, but it's not going to be Kyrie. Yeah. Or he's going to be unhappy and want to trade. Yeah, and next, we are doing the Harden trade. That's why I held back all the Harden stuff, <laughs> even though I already gave up a lot. And as, as I think you know, and I, I know, that it's been blooming for a while. And it's been blooming, like, at the mm -hmm. end of the regular season that Harden was, gonna, was wanted to get traded to the Nets. Yes. Now, for a long time, people thought it might happen. And then... Some people thought, oh, it's not possible, and it never works out. The The Rockets aren't going to agree to it. And then suddenly, kabam, Harden gets traded. I just think it's crazy. They had to, though. When your star is wanting to be traded, these teams have no choice. And, yeah, 
Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, what other team would want him? I'm sure a lot of teams wanted him. It's a matter of what they'd have to give up to get him. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people don't have the role players that the Nets had. Yeah. To give up. And and do you think the way to, for the Rockets to get um, Victor Oladipo is better than Kristovert? I think them giving up Victor Oladipo was actually a good thing. I like Victor Oladipo, but he was about to be out of his contract, so they were going to lose him anyway. So they might as well have gotten something for him. And what they got was a guy who has a contract worth much less money. So they, I think they're in a much better position actually now than they were with Victor Oladipo. Yeah. And after all, Christopher can kind of do everything. Victor Oladipo is kind of losing his three-point shot. Yes. And um, another thing that I thought was kind of odd in the trade was that the fact when Steve Nash got interviewed the the morning, the game of, of the morning when it happened, James Horn wasn't obviously playing because he was driving because he was flying over, but Steam Dash said, and he sounded like, oh, really, we did this, like, and he, he didn't, I, I could tell, he, he didn't think it was a great situation, he's like, well, we'll, uh, we'll wing it, and we'll see what happens, and if it works out, it's great, if it doesn't, it's terrible, so, didn't seem that happy, and I wouldn't be that happy if I was a manager of a team who just made that trade. Yeah, I I didn't think they got the best end of that deal for sure. I think if you're going to of the four teams who got involved in that trade, I think the Cavs did the best. I think the Pacers got the second best end of that deal. And I think then the Nets, I think the Rockets didn't did not do well in that deal, but they had to get what they could. So, yeah, I think it's a tie for first Cavs and because I like where they're at. They have a ton of role players, and they have all. Well, these... they're just gonna have to rebuild, though. It's it's definitely rebuilding time. Yeah, you could obviously tell with how many picks they've got. They want to. Yeah, rebuild. they got four. What did they get? Four first round picks. I know it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and the Nets are set up to go. They're technically in the same position as the Clippers, except the Clippers were able to re-sign George. Yeah. When the Clippers made that trade, giving up a ton of picks. A ton of decent guys for one mega superstar. And honestly, I think the Nets did better than the Clippers. Yeah. I mean, they, they technically gave up the same after the Clippers gave up Shea Gilgis-Alexander also, which I think is a pretty good person on, on, on his way to be a star. Maybe already is a star. Yeah. So I think the Rocket, I mean the Nets did much better than the Clippers did. Because, obviously, who'd you rather have on your team? James Harden or Paul George? Yeah. I think Paul George might be a better all-around player, though. And, yeah, but he, even with Paul George's all-around, can't really match Harden's scoring. No, but, I mean, I'm not... And I'm, I'm the person who said that I don't, I don't mind Harden, but I don't know that I would always want him on my team. Would you want someone like that on your team? Or would you want Paul George on your team? I, I, I think if if you're a team who can make the playoffs, no Paul George. I mean, did you see him last year in the yeah, playoffs? Yeah, I know. And he was... Yeah. So... But the Nets are kind of putting all their eggs in this basket this year. Like, they are, are going for the win this year because 
of the, everything they gave up, they have to. Yeah. I don't know why why give up anything though. KD and Kyrie is a mega team. I agree. And I think they actually got. But is KD and Kyrie a mega team in the East, or are they a mega team in the West? Because in the West, there's lots of teams that could beat them. So the, in the e- East, they they probably are would be very successful just the two of them. But I think what actually happens is they get James Harden. They become a mega team. I don't think they're well. I think they're a mega team in the East. And a team like a like a five seed in the West. Since I got James Harden, they're a three team in the West. If they get some defender, honestly, if I were the GM, I would just wing it, trade Kyrie for a defensive person. I don't know, get someone like Nikola Vucevic, mm-hmm. someone who can guard, leave the Magic with the worst situation in the world. Yeah. I would do that. Contracts can't be that far off. And Nikola Vucevic could score. It's not like he's a, it's not like he's just a defensive player. Yeah. He can score and defend. Well, Nuts, if you're listening to this, take take Evan up on that offer there. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. So I have a... I actually want to know if you're the next GM and I'm the Magic, would you would you take this trade? I give you Nikola Vucevic and two picks, and then I then I give up Kyrie and and one second round pick. The two picks are first rounds. What would you say? I would say yes. You'd say yes mm-hmm. if you were the Nets. Mm-hmm. What about if you were the Magic? I'd say no. You'd say no. Mm-hmm. What about you? If I were the Nets, I would say yes. If I were the Magic, I would also say yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, well, and it depends if you think they need a defending center or a defending power forward. Because you could get John Collins. He's a decent defender. What if it was John Collins, two picks, and Kyrie, and one pick? Both for all three first rounds. I, I don't know. I'd have to think about that one a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, John Collins is a pretty good three-point shooter. I think he's really valuable to a team who wants to rebuild. So I, I think he'd be perfect on the Rockets, honestly. Maybe, like, give up Victor Oladipo and John Wall or something, and you get John Collins and Clint Capella. Mm-hmm. That would be something. I think the Rockets really miss Clint Capella. What, do you remember what the deal was? I I never heard of the deal until I saw Clint Capella playing in Atlanta. I don't. I have no idea what their, that deal was. Yeah. I honestly expected us to spend more on the NBA predictions, so I think we might have a 20-minute podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing that we always do is 2K21 advice. This is probably the shortest thing we do. So... You've been playing 2K21. Do you have any advice? Ter- and don't know how to play defense? What about <laughs> that advice? Yeah, that's that's the thing I'm still struggling with is defense and figuring out who I am guarding. And, hey, guess what? I'm giving about, about 150 points every game, except I score about 177. Yeah. So I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and... What what would you say if if you flip the Nets into this team? You instead of Kevin Durant, you get LeBron James, 
and because st- and I did this on a video game once, instead of um, Kevin Durant, you get LeBron James, and instead instead of Kyrie, you get Damian Lillard, and instead. And you keep James Harden. Do you think that's a better fit team, that team, than it, than the team we have currently? No. No, you think that's a worse team? I just don't think it's better. You think it's the same? Yeah, I think there's still issues. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I think there's issues everywhere in the league. Some people just don't just don't realize their issues. Like, the Nets aren't realizing their def- defensive issue. GM, trade for Nikola Vucevic. <laughs> Trust me, you'll be much better than having freaking Kyrie shooting th- shooting about 100 threes every single night. Yeah. I really don't like Kyrie as all you can tell. Yeah. A- anyways. Um, now, do you think the Cleveland Cavaliers are better than they were last year? Yeah. Yeah, I would say they're better. I would obviously would not say loads better, but yeah, they're better. Yeah, yeah. So back to two K twenty one. Another thing, I think don't try to block out. You can't, and and instead probably you just want to slap your defender in the face. Tell me once you figure that out. I want to try it on Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie, if you're listening though. You know, join us <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, you'll love me, not insulting you at all. <laughs> so, back to... Do you have any bad words for Kyrie? Because... No, I don't have bad words for Kyrie. Do you like Kyrie? Um, I enjoy watching him play. I would not want him on my team. <laughs> okay, that's all I wanted to hear. Okay. He's obviously very talented. Yeah. Do you think Gustav Porzingis is underweight, underrated or overrated? I think he's exactly rated the way he should be. Exactly rated. What about if he gets an injury? Do you, do you make him rate a bit lower? Well, yeah. Don't you give it anyone who's got an injury? I mean, you got to be at full strength to be rated well. Yeah. Has anybody... Pl- and except for Clay, he's always good, isn't he? This is a meaningless. Is this is what? This is meaningless. <laughs> it's not meaningless. Are we talking about in two K? Yeah. So would you rate Kristoff Perzingis any less if he had an in or if he had an injury? If he's coming off an injury, would you rate him any less than if he was just full health? Yeah, I would. You never t- can tell with someone coming off an injury what effects that's going to have on them. And one more thing before we exit out. Do you think Lu- Luca is underrated or overrated? Well, what's he rated? He's rated 93. Overrated. Overrated? Currently. I'm not yeah. saying he can't get there. Yeah. I, I think he's definitely got the potential to be a 93. Yeah. And if you're listening, Shaq, you're much better, much better than Ky- Kyrie, and you, you're probably my favorite center of all time. <laughs> Shaq, come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, come on the podcast, Shaq. <laughs> I'm not joking this time. I really like Shaq. Well, Shaq, unfortunately, you weren't my favorite player, but I did rate you, where was he? I rated you eight, Shaq. Yeah, I rated you six, Shaq.
Ooh, I, I mean, I think for him to come on the podcast, you would have had to have rated him higher. Yeah. MJ, come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, MJ, ra- MJ, we need you. Yeah. Or Steph. Steph. <laughs> yeah, you ra- she rated Steph second uh, in the best players ever. I'll be daintly over him. No, it, it's very appropriate. You'll see. I just, I'm ahead of my time. Yeah, you're ahead of your time. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the NBA will stay the same. No, I'm ahead of my time in, in how I see, in the, the potential I see in people. Hmm. Okay. Well, yep. I guess this is <laughs> goodbye. Shaq, again, come on, no, M- MJ, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, <laughs> or Bill Russell, or, uh... LBJ. Who's LBJ? LeBron James. Oh, Or yeah. Lyndon B. Johnson, if you want to talk about politics. <laughs> Who's Lennon B. Johnson? Oh my gosh, Evan, what do you learn in school? I learn, uh, one, two, three, and four, five, six, and what's five times five? Oh my. All right, folks. <laughs> and homeschool sucks. Don't let anybody ever tell you any different. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Homeschool sucks.